And the question is whether you have a proper, a solid, and a sound blueprint. Yo, it's your boy Marcel Hurts. I'm bringing to you this week's episode of In Hurts We Trust. Welcome to another episode of In Hurts We Trust. It's your boy Marcel, and we're bringing to you the topic of friendship. This topic is near and dear to my heart because friendship is the very foundation on what relationships are. And I'm going to jump into that a little bit later in regards to the role that friendship plays in relationships. But friendship, what does it mean to be a friend? You have to ask yourself that. Because in order to be a good friend, you have to be a good person. And friendship can mean different things to different people. For some people, it's simply to trust someone that you can be vulnerable around. It's, it might be unconditional love or just normal companionship. But being a friend isn't easy. And a lot of people aren't good at it because it requires a lot of selfless services and mutual understandings and people don't ultimately know what it means to be a friend. It's some people who think they know, but a lot of people simply aren't good friends because they aren't good people. And when it comes to friendship, you have different types of friendship. You have childhood friendships, you have work friendships, you have random encounter friendships where you two exchange numbers at a bar at 2 a.m. and then somehow fireworks happen and you look up and it's five years later and you guys are the best of the best, 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 best friends. Also, college friendships. That's one of the most popular types of friendships is college. You meet some really genuine good people in college. And that's where a lot of strong bonds are created. You also have crush friendships. And I'm going to, I probably won't jump into it. We'll see how it goes. But you have these different types of friendships. And when you think of friendships, there are stages to different friendships. You have the stranger stage. You have the casual acquaintance stage. You have the actual friend stage and then you have the deep friendship stage where I can go into these stages right now, actually. And before I jump right into, you know, spearheading this topic for the day, I'm going to apologize now and I'm kind of going to give you guys a disclaimer. I am really passionate about the idea of friendship so a lot of times I might go off on a tangent and it might seem unorganized for the most part but hopefully you guys get some good information out of all the rambling I'm about to do on the topic of friendship because people really don't understand how of an important role friendship is and if people, if more people realize the importance of friendship, they wouldn't just throw friendship away so easily. So number one, strangers, which is which is the first stage in friendship. When you enter this stage, 
it's pretty much these people who have yet to get to know each other on a personal level. You you meet these people, for example, in college. My college people, you know what I'm talking about. You have classmates who you consider strangers because you guys only really chat in class and mostly it's about classwork. Mostly is because you guys probably got fucking forced into a group together and you guys are forced to converse due to the simple fact that neither one of you guys or any one of you guys have a clue what the hell to do. You know, no personal information. They don't know that you can't get over your ex and that Marcel has told you a thousand times to stop it right the fuck now. You know, they don't know that, but you guys are in class or in any situation where, you know, small talk is possible. You know, in this stranger phase, guys, it's a lot of missed opportunities. And I mean a lot because a lot of people either misread cues or misinterpret interactions. And after whatever connects them, they lose touch. Specifically, since we're on the topic of a college and... This happens when you guys are making that small talk in these group projects, in the class and stuff like that. And then after the semester is over, you guys don't talk to each other ever again. It could be it could be a potential missed opportunity for a lifelong friendship. So I suggest you guys shoot those shots with friends. And because guess what? Friendship is important. And I'm going to say that a thousand times throughout this podcast friendships are important so anytime that you feel that you're vibing with someone shoot that shot make sure you are not missing opportunities at lifelong friendship so after the stranger stage casual acquaintance come up this means when you start to uh, when you start to share this personal information and you guys start to go out doing activities together. Uh, for example, if you recently moved to a new city, you're sharing about why you move, where you work. That type of information is what you do when you're just meeting a casual acquaintance, whether you met them at work or your outing or something like that. Maybe you know a friend and have a mutual friend. And the casual acquaintance stage is a very important stage because this stage is where something is going to happen and you're going to be like, you know what? I fuck with you. And you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, yeah, I want to be around this person more. I want to take an initiative to be friends with this person because I actually enjoy their company and who they are as a person. So take that stage very seriously. And this stage, it should happen naturally. It should not be forced. If you vibe, you vibe. If you don't, you don't. Again, this stage is important because this is a stage they're going to start teaching you how to treat them and vice versa. They're going to start teaching you things, whether it's something that they've learned on their journey up to this point and or you're teaching them something about what you join in this point in your life. You might go to concerts. You might even take trips. This is the bonding stage. This stage is where you start putting in the real effort that leads to the next stage friendship and the friendship stage 
This is where personal information has been talked about and you start to break that barrier of of showing your true self where you can just be around yourself. You can just be around them and you can just be yourself. You know, when they come over, you stop getting ready. You know what I'm saying? You know how to be when you start meet somebody new and they like, oh, yeah, I'm coming over. You got to, you know, you got to take a shower. You got to put your face on. You got to, you know, clean up, stuff like that. Now, when you're in a friend stage, you're like, nah, I'm not cleaning up for you, bro. If you want to fucking see my laundry I haven't did in two days, then you finna see some laundry unless you're going to do it. Or when they come to the crib, you stop treating them like guests. They, hey, bro, can you give me some water? Some water? You can go in the kitchen. Do I look like you're a maid? You know where the refrigerator is. It didn't get up and walk off. That type of friendship. Like, hey, my house is your house. You know, and that's why the casual acquaintance stage is so important because of the fact that you are allowing them into your box and where you can be yourself and they can be themselves. And this is the area where most friendships rest for the most part, whether it be to death or maybe it be a couple years. But this area is where people feel more comfortable at. And this is where most people stop doing the work because they get complacent. Just because you're friends, you still have to water it. It's just like a plant. Just because the plant is fully grown don't mean that you need to stop taking care of it. This is the area where a lot of people stop watering their friendship which a lot of times doesn't enable them to move to the next stage of deep friendships. And the deep friendships is where you can do pretty much no wrong. Like your parents know them, your family loves them. They've been around for probably one year, two year. It depends on how vibe your vibe is. And this is where your if you have kids, your kids call them auntie, uncle, second mom, second dad, those type of things. And those are the four stages. And of course, I can go about and get even deep in those stages, in those stages, but I'm not. But but the question that I have for my listeners, the question that I have for my listeners, so what does it mean to be a friend? When you think of friendship, when you think of friendship, what does that mean to you? Does it mean somebody that you can use? Does it mean is somebody that's supposed to always be there? Is that somebody that's supposed to always, you know, have your back, etc.? What does it mean to you? Because you have to ask yourself so you know how to approach friendship. A lot of people just be like, oh, I'm just happy to have friends, but they don't know how to be a good friend and they don't know how to uh, be treated by a friend. To be a friend means to really love unconditionally 
I'm going to say that again. To be a friend means to really love unconditionally. Friendship requires understanding and room to allow people to grow and be their true selves. To love, to love unselfishly. And I had to say that really slow, not for dramatic effect, but man, that's a tongue twister there. But anywho, to love someone unselfishly, that you care about their happiness and will do anything to continuously help them be their happiest self. Key word, help, help. Help that person feel happiness without expecting anything in return. That's a mic drop moment right there. Help them without expecting anything in return. And and friendships are important because it's the only thing for me that made certain events bearable. For example, high school. My friends are the ones that made high school bearable. I tell people all the time, I didn't learn anything in high school, but friendship. The only reason, the only reason I will go back to high school is friendship. The only reason why I got up every day around 6 a.m. to make sure I got to school by 8 a.m. because I stayed an hour away was because of friendship. I got high school friends who are brothers. I'm proud to say that I got, I know right now I got five people, well, over five people who I had relationships with for over like 10 years. We've been friends 10 plus years and that's five plus people. And when you are friends with someone that long, it requires work. It's not easy. But as I said earlier, it requires effort and it requires an understanding that a lot of people aren't willing to understand. I contribute the success to the fact that we all allow each other to be ourselves, to make our mistakes and to learn. Since we met in high school and one of them I met in middle school, we transitioned from boys to men, which was interesting. But nonetheless, we allowed each other to grow together separately. And we allowed ourselves again to make our mistakes and to learn our lessons. Because at the end of the day, we knew that the bond that we have outweighed any situation that we could face as friends and we're brothers. And as I was saying earlier, friendship requires work. And it also, once you break into that barrier of deep friendships, it's like, it's a whole different atmosphere. I remember one time my friend, asked me for $2,000 and I said yes no question asked even though he gave me one 
He said, bro, can I borrow $2,000? I said, yes. Before he even told me why. He eventually told me why. But that's not important. I had $2,000 to spare. And it was his. Because he has. And I know the courage that it takes to ask that question. So I'm not going to belittle him and be like, damn, guy. 2000 no if i had it what's mine is yours what's yours is mine and that's how friendship is supposed to work friendship is about building your own family and support system that's what friendship is it's not to yeah it's nice to have some people to do stuff with but no you're building a support system a lifelong support system because if you have friends and you cannot ask them for help then guess what it's a problem i've always said there's two types of families in this world might be more but i always say two it's the one that you're born into it's the one that you create for yourself The number one reason to me, I feel that friendships fail is due to poor communication. And this is something that my friends and I really don't have a problem with because we're really just outspoken and we understand not to take stuff too seriously. Some it took longer than others to learn and grasp the concept that what I am saying to you isn't me hating or trying to belittle you, but I expect more of you. I'm not angry by your poor decision. I'm disappointed. And you got to be better. You got to do better. And anybody that knows me, know my ass will be on your ass like, bro, that ain't the move. Or sis, I got women friends as well. When you offer that line of communication, when you say, yes, we are friends or yes, we are brothers or sisters, that our bond is unbreakable. You need to take that seriously. And that comes even when that person is being is being very critical of you. Sometimes the truth hurts. And that right there is a lot of times what has ruined many friendships. Pride will kill friendships. And people don't understand. The reason why I'm so critical of my friends sometimes is because, see, when when you become my friend, I'm invested. Your success is my success. And it should be the other way around too. I expect you to hold me to the same standard that I hold you. That is what I consider friendship. Friendship is about surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Notice how I didn't say people like you. It's a difference. Like-minded people is people that understand the grind, the hustle, the hustle and the mentality. To be friends somebody that's like you mean you share personal interests and you know cartoons or concerts favorite music stuff like that that's okay that's your thing that's your thing but you want to get around someone who's like-minded that's important 
Because those type of people, when you are friends with like-minded people, they understand your mentality. They understand the work ethic. They understand the criticism that comes along with being your friend. And you don't necessarily have to have that many interests in common with your friends. I'm the only person in my friend circle that don't watch anime. And that didn't alter our friendship like at all or our friend circle. When they start talking about anime, I listen. Don't know what the hell they're talking about, but I listen, act intrigued and go about my life because being a friend is about being selfless sometimes. Think about that. Sometimes it requires sacrifice. Because if they're interested in that, that means I'm interested in that. Probably not on my own time, but if it's something that brings them joy, I'm all for it. Unless it's like a bad habit, like crack and stuff like that, you know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The positive. It's too many people in so-called friendships where it's contingent on what can be provided to them. And once that stops, so does the friendship. And that's a problem. And if that is the case, you should end that friendship because guess what? It's a toxic friendship. But also what you want to keep in mind is, is that something that you're allowing? Because let's be honest here. If a person is treating, if you're always doing something for a person, and you never hold that person accountable, you're teaching them how to be your friend. You're teaching them how to treat you, and you're teaching them what type of friendship this is. I had a friend who always asked for stuff, and I was just enabling them to ask me for things. But then one day I'm like, no, that's not how I operate. So I stopped. I said, no, I'm not going to continuously give you stuff you're, you're becoming too dependent on me saving your ass. And that's not the case. That's the last time that I did anything for them that wasn't an emergency. It's not about only holding them accountable, but also holding yourself accountable and how people treat you and how people establish friendship with you. And Something else that I want to hit on is that I hear people all the time brag about not about not having many friends. And when I hear that, it makes me sad. That shouldn't be a flex. And for my people listening that don't know what flex is, it means to like show off or to gloat. But not having that many friends isn't or shouldn't be a flex. And if y'all heard a vibration, that was my phone. I'm not sure if I caught it on there, but I'm not recording. So next. So like I was saying, when I hear people brag about not having that many friends, it's sad. It makes me sad. Because true friendship is so important to self-development. People throw away five-year friendships because of misunderstandings. It's mind blowing. I tell you, pride is a mm, 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 mm. pride is the friendship killer. 
because you cannot get out your own way to say I was wrong and let's be better. Don't try to point fingers. Everybody needs to take some self-accountability. Now, if that person isn't really isn't willing to hold themselves accountable, clear your conscience. Do whatever you need to make sure you're the one that was putting forth an effort. And if they're not receptive of that, then guess what? They're not your one. And I tell people, and I recently said this to somebody, friendship soulmates are real. Think about that. I'm not going to go too deep into friendship soulmates, but they're real. And a lot of people want true friendship, but they don't want to put in the work. And that entails good days, bad days, mixed days. Being a friend is a 24-7 responsibility. Because I can say, even on my bad days, I'm still a great friend. Just think about what I said there. Even on my bad days, I'm still a great friend. And I'm emphasizing this because of the fact that if you're the type of friend who makes the decision to, you know what, I need a break from social media. I need, a, I need to unplug myself and just be by myself. If you're that type of friend who just disappear without warning or notice, stop it. I'm not saying it's not okay to unplug. What I'm saying is if you're talking to, if you talk, if you go from talking to your friend like every day or a few times a week and then you just disappear, that's rude. It's not going to kill you to send a text like, hey, I, I just need to clear my head. I don't want to talk about it, but I am okay. I just need to unplug. So if, if you don't hear from me for a few days, that's why when I'm back and ready and recharged, I'm going to hit you up and we can do something. That's simple. But if you just disappear and I'm texting you or calling or, you know, showing up at your house and you're just ignoring me, then I'm just going to start overthinking thinking that it was something that I was doing wrong or then I'm thinking about then or then I'm thinking about, well, this is not like them. So maybe something is going on. So now I'm going to be even more consistent with my behavior of trying to get your attention, things like that. So you want to friendship requires an open amount of communication. And me and my friends have that. And that's where a lot of friendships goes to die is because people fail to communicate properly. And as a friend, things you should be doing as a friend is listening to your friends. And I continuously say this, even on my bad day, I'm a great friend. I could have had a shitty day. If my friend called me, I'm picking up. What's going on? You had a rough day too? Bro, hear me out. And we're going to talk. It's easily I have two hour conversation with my bros all the time. And also something else that is important things you should be doing as a friend, make time to see them. Duh, make time to see them. 
And personally, I'm the friend that moves around a lot. And I understand that life happens and people aren't always able to travel. But it's an area where in my life, people could be people could be better. I've lived in Chicago for roughly around three years now. And I've only been visited by two friends from my hometown. I'm always I'm always the one that's going back home or, you know, things like that. And while I'm not super salty, because, again, I understand life and I know what's going on in their life. And a lot of times it's just not feasible. But it would be nice to be like, hey. I want to see what Marcel's doing. I want to see how Marcel's living in life in the big windy city. I want to see Marcel's apartment, you know? But again, that's important for me to do some self-reflection and be like, Marcel, are you communicating this properly that you want people to visit you more? But we're all not perfect. And we all, friendship is an everyday process. You don't have to talk to your friends every day. You don't have to. But you still need to water your friendship and continuously bind throughout the years, especially when you when friendship it's not if it's when you guys separate, start your own life, start different careers, your friends are going to move. You still have to work really hard to maintain that friendship. And that's what a lot of people continuously fail because again once they reach that friendship level they stop watering the plant all right i'm off my soapbox of you know being of a friend about you know i wouldn't say friendship yeah i think i might i think i might have some few more things to say but as i bring this down what i want to say to my listeners is that ask yourself are you a good friend? Are you in a friendship with a good friend? You know, ask yourself, reevaluate those things. It takes work to be a friend and to keep friends. Friends are going to fight. Friends are going to grow into different people. And you might do something like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. And you're going to regret it. And then when you think that the friendship is gone, remember the good times. The good times should outweigh the bad times and you too can weather the storm. I've been friends with people for 10 plus years and we've had fallen outs where we start speaking for like two weeks. And I'd be like, damn, I missed that mofo. And I don't let pride get in the way because I'm like, guess what? Our memories outweighs the troubles. And since we're on the topic of friends, I felt the need to share this information because I know how hard it is to make friends. When I moved to Chicago, making friends as an adult is horrible. Like, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. But you have to try because not having friends will drive you crazy. I promise you. Not having that many friends isn't a flex. So, the reason I'm saying this is the dating app Bumble. Hear me out. Hear me out. The dating app Bumble has a feature on there. It's all one app. But you have to go in the dating app 
to get to this feature that I'm telling you about. And it's called Bumble BFF. And you can connect with local people, local people, and you can connect with local people looking for friendship. I know you might be like, hey, this is crazy, blah, blah, blah. You trying to mack on me? No. What Bumble do is you can match with other, like if you're a guy, you can match with other guys. If you are a woman, you can match with other women. If you, uh, if that's your thing. If not, you're just, you know, on the dating app and it's kind of weird and awkward. But for the most part, it is good. A lot of times people are on there actually looking for genuine friendships and you just want to, if you're in a big city or you're new to a city, I say just, you know, look at it, give it a shot. It can't hurt. It's just conversation. You guys don't have to meet up right away. So, you know, give it a shot. All right. So the last thing I'm going to say about friendship is remember that friendship is it's a relationship that requires work feelings are involved and that's why it hurts when things go wrong people change people do stuff but people are constantly learning people are constantly living if you have if you have a friendship that dwindle out over something petty go fix it realize and understand that people grow People make mistakes and people learn. So don't take friendships lightly. Real friends don't break up. And I'm a firm believer to that. Real friends get through it. Real friends get over it. Also, I want to mention for my dating people and friendship, I'm going to continuously say this until I'm blue in the face. Your partner don't control who you're friends with unless the friend is threatening the relationship because they slide trying to slide in. Okay. People, you're supposed to be dating your friend. You're supposed to date friends. And I hate this narrative that you're supposed to date strangers. That is not the fucking case. If you if you are in a relationship with someone that you wouldn't be friends with, dump their ass. You should not be in relationships with strangers. That's why I would, that's why I, I that's why I always encourage friends to date. Try it. If you're really friends and you try to date and nothing works, then you guys should just go back to being friends. You know, if it don't work, it don't work. But I think it, but I do think that it'd be a lot more happy people because you are supposed to date your friends, whether they are existing friends or whether or not they start off as strangers, then they move up to casual acquaintances, acquaintances, and then they go to the friendship stage. And instead of going to deep friendships, they go to relationships. Boom. And that's it for this week's episode of In Hearst We Trust. You guys are awesome. The views are piling up and I'm so freaking grateful. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you continue to support. 
make sure you follow me on instagram at in hurts we trust make sure you follow my personal account mega underscore hurts you guys already know it's the mega with the two a's underscore hurts with the two z's and this week's episode has been signed sealed and delivered